Good morning and welcome to Subject ACT for local current affairs from a curious and informed perspective. Thank you for joining us. I'm Doug Dobing. In this two-part program, we talk with kayak cameraman Paul Urich to discover more about the man in the kayak. Last week, Paul joined us on the program to talk about testicular cancer and how it changed his life and to become known as the kayak cameraman. This week, Paul will talk more about his photography, World Photo Day and keeping Canberra's waterways beautiful. We welcome kayak cameraman Paul Urich back to Subject ACT. Good morning and welcome to Subject ACT. This morning we have, if you want to say Canberra's curious adventurer, the kayak cameraman Paul Urich with us. Welcome. G'day, g'day. How are you? Going great. Look, thank you for coming back this week. Many people who look on social media have seen the kayak cameraman's photos and especially with winter we've got some gorgeous shots of the sunrise and the fog over the lake beautiful look while most of us are asleep you're out there on the lake <laughs> what, what what is it about you getting up oh, so early mate. oh look it's one of those things i've always been an early riser and mm. even you know the days back in, up the coast like we we're saying before I used to surf every morning and watch the sun pop up you know yep. and yep. then coming back down here i miss that and you know when i was going through the treatment that's, I'd never kayaked before. And the whole idea was, you know, to sort of rebuild and physically rebuild myself because it strips you. And I was in the third cycle. I walked in looking like Uncle Fester out of, you know, Adam's family. What, your body was Yeah, so when I was, really? in, my, when I was in my third yeah. stage of chemo, that's when I bought the kayaks. Yeah. And I went in to, to buy them. And you could see the young girl when I walked through. And she went, oh, God, I think you've got the wrong store. You know, look, you could see that look on her face. And I said, look, I'm here to buy a couple of kayaks. And she yeah. said, um, or a kayak. And she said, look... It's 50% off. And I went, beautiful, I'll buy two. <laughs> yeah, and that's how I couldn't – and so we started. And I paddled my very first maiden voyage with Tully, the eldest boy. We didn't know what we were doing, mate. It was like the blind leading blind. And we, we landed on the Malongolo River and there's this fog and this and whatnot. And I didn't even know how to sit in it, let alone paddle it. And I took a back shot with my mobile phone of Tully. And yeah, I'll yeah. send it in to you, mate. And it was the very first shot I ever took. And it's just this silhouetted shot of my son on a kayak on the water with the sun burning behind him through the mist. Wow. And yeah. And we, we come home and we went, oh, how good's that? Mate, isn't that fantastic? I know. So you shot that on your on phone? On an iPhone. And that was yeah. the very first one yeah. that I'd ever and, – and I didn't even start photographing. The whole idea back then – was to go from A to B as fast as I can. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 42 minutes it took me to do that loop and I can do it in 41 and physically. And it was great. And then I'd take one or two photos and start and all this type of stuff. And initially it was, like I said, 80% was physical and 20% was mental. Now, for me, you know... What have it? I've started photographing 2012, I think. Yeah. Was now it's 80% mental and 20% physical. I can paddle hard if I want, but the whole idea about my photography is you've got to stop. You've got to stop. You've got to be motionless and you just stop for five minutes and watch everything go by. And it's beautiful. Like I get out there 20 minutes before sun up, I don't have anything planned. There's nothing set that, yep, I'm going to get that tree with the sun burning through it and I'm going to look for a bird, whatever. Mate, I get on the water and I go, okay, I look for calm conditions because I like that. Yes. And I turn around and go, where am I going to go? Okay, I'm going to go that way. And then when I'm out there, I can see the sun starting to come up. It's dark. And I start to see the lights and the tones and whatnot. And I go, oh, wow, no, I'm going to go back over there. Or, and light and water is a beautiful combination. Mm -hmm. And... It's my meditation, and I say it a lot, but 
I'm out there, I'd be by myself or take a couple of friends and we go and solve the world's problems, you know, and yes. have a laugh as we go. And I just get there and I stop and I disengage. I think of nothing but nothing. And it's all about the imagery in the way of looking at there and watching it unfold and I watch it change from early pinks. I've never seen a place throw as much colour as it does here. In camera, really? Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. You know, like colour, like that. that's, if you want to call it even like a spectrum change, like you'll get 20 minutes before, you get deep mauves, then it transitions into soft pink and then the pink will start to burn off and then it'll turn into sort of orange and then it just neon gold and then sun's up. And then it's crystal clear blue sky or – and Canberra's often really calm in the mornings. So it's it's quite easy for me to sort of mix it and I might go up Malongalawa, I might go over there and then I might go up the top end of the lake or – it offers a bit of variety too in, in that way. I've noticed that because your photographs really – no two days are the same. No. no. And that's the – that's – number one, for me – for what you're seeing is, uh, like I say to people, I say, I like to be able to share with you what I see, mm. is, I suppose. And mm. that's the beauty of social media is, is, for me, there's a lot of negativity about social media and whatnot. Look, I've got my own personal Facebook page and I hardly use it. For me, I look at social media as a way to, number one, it's an online gallery for me. It's where I can actually display what I see and experience. And hopefully I, the whole idea is to be able to take you on that journey as I load the nose of the kayak because I want you to feel, some people write back and go, God, it feels like I was sitting there. It does. You do look like you're sitting in the kayak. You see the nose of your red Yeah, the red chili. Kayak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the whole idea is yeah. to try and make – and what's – it's funny. So it started off – where I was loading a bit on Facebook and, and whatnot, and it's mm. progressed. There was nothing ever that I thought I'd ever start to, no one be sitting here with you now talking on radio about my photography. You know what I mean? Like it was, it started off just to rebuild and then a few photos and and then Emma McDonald was, mate, she started it all, to be honest really? with you. Our, yeah. our Canberra journalist, Emma McDonald. Yeah, really? wow. Emma was In the one. ways? Well, it's funny because she saw the photos and she said, oh, these are beautiful. And, yeah. and I went, oh, thank you. I said, it's, it's easy to take photos when you have such good scenery yeah. right? and, and conditions like that. And so next minute she turned around and there was a, a – a, I got a, a section within the Canberra Times online and Emma had shared a couple of photos with the editor back then and, mate, next minute I've got a little sort of column rolling through and with the Canberra Times online and that was all thanks to Emma and that sort of started it off and then I ended up – creating a Facebook page and then mm. Twitter and Instagram and, and it's just sort of casually grown. It's nice because what you'll see is if, I, if there's no photographs that have been loaded like the last week I haven't been able to go out, mm. right? I won't load photos. Everything you see is fresh from, so day. from that day. Yeah. So what you see it, when it comes into the stream and sometimes my kids say, oh, Dad, it's just photo overload <laughs> and I said there's so many I just want to share and isn't that great yeah. and I'm also a photographer so I understand there's that excitement when you see something you just want to share that same emotional and visual experience with other people totally agree and yeah. it's one of those things that you go through and and so but what I try to do is there's a progression you'll see I'll load the first photo that might be early pinks mm. and then I'll load maybe something else and and three or four, just to try and tell a, a simple story of what how it's begun. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's funny, it's getting, now I'm getting people write to me and go, 
thank you so much. I'm overseas or I'm in a state. I can see home. I can share it with my friends. I'm yeah. getting people saying, look, I used to walk the lake, but now through age or disability or inability, um, I can actually be reconnected by it. Yeah, so and they're enjoying that same experience yeah, for yourself. Yeah. And so the, yeah. and the journeys and yet socially as well, it's nice <laughs> to see the rowers and the, you know, and the scholars coming by and people on bikes and dog walkers and people walking. So there's a bit of action happening early, early hours in the morning. It is. Yeah. And so we get out there and I have a chat and I'll stop and... <laughs> You know, it's your fault if you say hello. It'd be a good half hour lost. <laughs> it is a pleasure chatting always, Paul. Now, what are some of your memorable moments on the lake? Oh, mate. There's so, do you know what? Already in, you know, five years that I've been doing it, I've had a lifetime of sunrises already. Yeah. I don't know. I keep, I keep saying, I come home and Julie looks at me and I'm racing going, Oh my goodness me, that was just unbelievable. Yeah. And she's going, and you see the kids going, Yes, Dad, you said that yesterday. <laughs> and but every day is different. Yes. You know, yeah. offers something new. I'd have to say I love the heavy fogs when you've got the sun burning through and you get these gorgeous silhouettes of people or I think also in winter I have a tendency, although the last couple of weeks it's been a bit dull, but those early morning pinks in winter. For me, yeah, I, I, summertime's great, mate. I'm on the water at five o'clock in the morning and you have some of the most vivid sunrises that you mm. can see. So it, it's hard to, to sort of pinpoint a, a favourite for me. Pretty much every day is offers me something new. I'm going to just give a promotion to your website. Where can they find your photos? Okay, on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, it's under the handle as Kayak Cameraman, all one word, as in K-A-Y-A-K and then Cameraman. And then for the website, you just put a .com after it. Too easy. And yeah. so what I do is on the on the social media, I'll load three or four. Sometimes I do a little sort of album of the day if it was really, really nice. And then on the website of that day, it's just, yeah, photo overload then. It's just up, <laughs> whatever's loaded. So, and so if someone hasn't had enough of their dose of a yes, good morning sunrise, you can, yes. there's plenty of more of a meal there for them. Yeah, yeah. you can. And yeah. look, and it's actually been archived by the National Library in the Pandora as well, the website. Really? Yeah, I was blown away where they contacted me a couple of years ago and said, yeah. we'd like to archive it. And I just went, wow, I felt very privileged. Isn't that lovely? Yeah, amazing. And, and like your story last week, I mean, we're talking about turning tragedy to triumph. Mm. I mean, th those moments struggling through cancer or the recovery of cancer now to have discovered something that brings a lot of joy, not just to yourself and your family, but to other people who oh, enjoy yeah, your nice, fun. Thank you. Mm. Look, it is. It's uh, from uh, from uh, things happen for a reason. Maybe I don't know, no, but. No. If you were to ask me six years ago that I'd be uh, paddling and photographing, no way. In this two-part program, we talk with kayak cameraman Paul Urich to discover more about the man in the kayak. Last week, Paul joined us on the program to talk about testicular cancer and how it changed his life and to become known as the kayak cameraman. Paul will come back after the music break to talk more about his photography, World Photo Day and keeping Canberra's waterways beautiful. You can join us on Subject ACT for local current affairs from a curious and informed perspective each weekday morning at 8.30. Stay tuned for more on 2XXFM 98.3, Canberra's longest-running community radio station.
That was Let Me Entertain You by Robbie Williams, another favourite of kayak cameraman Paul Urich. You are listening to Subject ACT on 2XXFM 98.3, People Powered Radio. Last week, Paul Urich joined us on the program to talk about testicular cancer and how it changed his life to become known as the kayak cameraman. This week, Paul joins us again to talk about his photography, World Photo Day, and keeping Canberra's waterways beautiful. And and the circles that it's taking me are just extremely enjoyable. Where I'm, I'm going to be part of World Photo Day, which is on the 19th of August. Really? And when? that's here in Canberra. So I'm going to be part of that, and I'm taking a... You can jump onto their website, and I think there's 20 spots. We're going to do a bit of a photo float. It won't be a workshop as much, but basically just get out and have a paddle and show Canberra from a different perspective. Okay, so what, there'll be a group of photographers that will join you on It'll be day? basically, for me, I'll be leading, and if you've got a kayak and all your own equipment, you like to come out and have a paddle, you can go to the website and World Photo Day and jump on. And they're, they're doing other workshops as well. They're doing fine art. They're doing uh, walks with Martin Ullman. And he started this off, oh, I think, I don't know exactly, I think it was five or seven years ago. Don't, I don't know exact time. And the whole idea is connecting all the world around the world to load photos in on one day. And so through me photographing, I've been invited as part of something like that. I'm doing exhibitions, I public speak. And so socially for me as well, it's been such a pleasurable thing. Like yeah. I said, I'm talking to you. The other thing is as well is it's showing Canberra from a different light. It is a different, Mate, very different perspective. We've yeah. got, we're, we are much more than just politicians and roundabouts, I tell you what. And if we can alter the blinkers a little bit and change that sort of uh, perspective mm. of, oh, where are you from, mate? And I get that because I camp a lot and go away and people see the number plate. And, you know, one person came and he said, from Canberra, huh? I said, yes, I am. And he go, oh, yeah, sorry about that. And I turned around and said, well, man, it's a beautiful place. It Have is. you been yeah. here? Yeah. Have you had a look at what we've got? Oh, I went down there for school. It's cold. And I turned around and go, hey, it may be cold, but... You know, the way I think is, is there's no such thing as inclement weather or cold. It is cold at the moment. Mm. Hey, it's only inappropriate clothing. Mm. And I say... But people go to the snow- snowies. Yeah. They'll go overseas to New York in wintertime. So what's the difference with Canberra? We yeah. have got stunning yeah. scenery. We've got amazing walks, bush on our doorstep, lake. And so I'm showing it from a totally different area. So, you know, I, I really don't care... Who you are or what you do for a job, it does not define you. Right? No. And so, like, I asked this, like I said, mate, so obviously you, you, you know, must live in where it's continually the utopia. And I, I won't say where he's from, but I tell you what, it was, it was far, yeah. <laughs> but and you, I think it's just that mental. So mm. if we can start changing that. But as, it's, as you said before, it's also taking time just to take a moment to notice and observe what's around us too. That's the key mm. for me yep. is every day, look whether I've got 20 minutes or three hours. And I'll go and sit out there for three hours if I can. But for many of us, we are in that fast cycle of getting up, getting ready to work. We go to work, we come home, we have dinner, we go out to sport or something, and then it's back to the same day, the next day. So you're actually taking time to go, this is an important moment. Let's appreciate just that moment. That's right. Mm. One of the friends of mine, Nina, she summed it up. She said, you know, 
they happen every day. They're entirely free. Don't miss so many of them. Mm. And winter's a bit harder because sunrise is later. Right? You know, you're getting it, you know, quarter to seven and seven o'clock and stuff like that. In summertime, it's ideal. I'm on the water at half past five. I paddle around for an hour. I'm home by half past seven, still asleep. Really? Yeah. And so everyone's still asleep and I'm up, load a couple of photos, make sambos, get the kids out the door and all this type of stuff. And So you've already long. enjoyed the day before the others have even started. Oh, I'm popping yeah. vessels, mate. By the time they're, they're still just waking up, rubbing their eyes. You know? Now, you said before you, that you didn't see yourself as a photographer because you just had a cheap camera. I started off with a, a little Canon D30 mm. and I still use it indestructible little point and shoot mm. and fantastic use that for years two years so even one of the shots off off that made it to photo of the year for canon light awards last year i got down to the shortlist in the finalist and it's a shot underneath the bridge and what yet again you know what i'm saying is like where please, the photography takes you yeah can you please send that through because yeah. we'd love to share that no yeah. dramas no yeah dramas. because um, it is interesting that people think they've got to have expensive photography gear to take great photos but you're a great example of it's more the idea of what you see in your mind framing yeah and then taking a photograph with what you've got framing Mm. if you enjoy what you're doing it will be conveyed through the image yeah that's the whole idea if you can bring emotion through your photography Really quite important, and it will be conveyed. Look, sure, now I've progressed on. I've got a couple of SLRs, and the lens is, the, the lenses are growing, and um, there's another one I want to buy. And, uh, Julie, I'm just about to pick it up. Uh, I've just decided I'm going to beg for forgiveness instead. <laughs> and, so your passion for equipment, <laughs> photography equipment, it's growing. is growing too. It is, and as I'm getting into it more and more, like I've got macro lenses, 50mm primes, you know, big boomer telescope. I love sport as well. I love photographing sport. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, bit by bit, it's all the, the arsenal is starting to grow. So photography has become your new addiction as oh, well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It used to be surfing where I had a, a quiver of surfboards. Now I've got about six or seven kayaks and it was skis and it, I've got about oh, 14 skateboards from the – I still skate, <laughs> you know. And so, yeah, now it's uh, lenses. Could you just give – if, if someone is like that want to improve some of their photography skills, have you just got a couple of quick tips? Oh, goodness me. Do you know what? The only tip that I can have, because I'm no super pro, far from it, and I'm still learning and that's a whole enjoyable part of it, is practice. Just keep practicing what you're going to do. Don't be ashamed or, or not afraid to sort of go out and have a go. Right equipment, sort in the way of lenses maybe, but all I can say is light, light and conditions. And back your eye. Often the best shot, the, the shot will find you. You will not find the shot. I'm a mm. big believer of that. So when I'm, you know, paddling out there, my best shots have either been on the way there or coming home. When I'm running really late and I'm paddling around and go, oh, my goodness me. And I think, oh, I'm running really late. Oh, I'll be late. And I stop and because I've got to let the water calm. And I take the shot and I go, it just got you. Yeah. You know, like I, I find now... Um, I'll be walking along and I'll see something and I just go, that was the moment, you know, and you just, I, I, it's hard to explain. Just back your eye mm. as well. You but know? having the awareness to say there's something there that's magic yeah. that I need to Look to at lines, look at shape, you know, don't be afraid. I find from sitting in a kayak that everyone uses um, a, a tripod and they're up at sort of chest height. Of course I sit low, everything I photograph is from a worm's eye view now. 
And don't be afraid to change height, angle, and look at leading lines or... Look, you can get really technical into it. I don't. I just shoot if I go, gee, that looks good. I push the button, Yeah, to be honest with you. And that's probably a good tip is to, yeah, if it looks good, just press Shoot it. Yeah, wow. Well, because a a couple of people that they're right into it, you know, and you've got to have an ISO of this and you've got to have an (laughs) F-stop of this and and they're they're, they're pulling it apart. And I sort of look and go, yeah, I'm sort of probably getting into a, a bit of that now just wanting to play with it and slower shutter speeds and all that. But predominantly out on the water, when I've got 20 seconds of a sun popping up and I want it dancing and stitching along the water surface, mm. mate, I'm not going to be mucking around with settings and stuff like that. I just line it up and push the, the button. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's nice, simple. Wow. Mm. And you have been recently asked to become the ambassador for Healthy Waterways, Canberra. Yes. How did that eventuate? Uh, look, it was funny. Penny Milton uh, approached me a few months ago, some time ago, and yet again, in, in we had a bit of a talk, like they do a talking head series and, and start off, and I just said, yeah, I'd love to. Mm. And yet again, through the photography, I was part of a film crew, you know, with those guys. I was part of an Australian tourism ad as well when they filmed Canberra. And so to be asked to be an ambassador for Healthy Waterways... Why not? I think it's a a great cause because a lot of us don't realise, yeah, what goes down our stormwater drains ultimately ends up into our lakes but and our rivers. Mm -hmm. And so don't chuck a bottle into a stormwater drain thinking it's a bin, Mm. you know. Because I have put it in the rubbish bin. Because I have noticed um, on one of your videos where you are paddling on the lake with your kayak Mm -hmm. and you're actually picking up. Yeah, we'll um, pick up rubbish and stuff like that. And yet a lot of people are quick to sort of bag out the lake. Oh, it's a cesspit and all this type of stuff. Well, yeah, but I see after heavy rains and things like that, you do get an influx of bottle and debris and and all this type of stuff that's what's washing down our drain. So, yeah, it's okay to say it's a cesspit, but also try and – I see a lot of fats, you know, where people are dumping or cross-connections for sewers where people will cross-connect. So instead of having a sewer line going to your sewage – They'll, they'll cut it into stormwater line. Um, but I, I do see um, every now and again, you know, slicks of oil and fats and stuff like that, predominantly coming from the parliamentary triangle side, to be honest with you. So it's important and for people to become aware of what goes down the drains, goes into our waterways. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Because we do have some gorgeous waterways around Canberra and they have been, in the last few years, cleaning those up. Yes, yeah. they're doing. And even like you see with the wetlands yes. that they're doing providing a great service and, instead of changing that, uh, you know, without sounding like a plumber, but, you know, that, that storm <laughs> and um, that, that storm water drain where it used to just channel and gouge through and yeah. now they're diverting it through the wetlands and slowing it down and, yeah, and they've got filters on there to get rid of all the leaf and the debris and whatnot. Wow. Yeah, now, Paul, we have, do have to wrap up for today. We've had two great programs. I mean, last week we talked with Paul about his if you want to say the tragedy of struggling with testicular cancer, but what he has done to help raise awareness for men's health issues. Do you just want to recap on that with men? If they do discover something about testicular cancer, what should they do? Look, like I say, if you've got any concerns, if it's sore or doesn't anything to do with your body, go and see about it, right? Because you look at our healthcare system in the way of Modern medicine is getting better and better and better, and the scanning procedures that we have, go and see. The early detection is the key. And you've said Canberra, you love Canberra. 
Um, you only wanted to come here and stay one yeah. one year. Twelve months I was only coming for, and then was it now twenty thirty? Yeah, nearly thirty years. Nearly thirty years. There you go. Wow. And I'll still be here for for more. I mean, I'm in no rush to leave. You know. Things are good. And just recap again, if people would like to see some of your photographs, where should they go to? If you'd like to see some more imagery, go to Kayak Cameraman on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and just add a .com after it for the website. Paul, thank you so much for joining us on Subject ACT. Mate, thank you very much for inviting me. That was Kayak Cameraman Paul Urich talking about his photography, World Photo Day and keeping Canberra's waterways beautiful. World Photo Day is on the 19th of August. It's the world's largest photography celebration and started in 2009 by a Canberra photographer, Korskara. It's about connecting people, inspiring a better world through photography. More details can be found at worldphotoday.com. You can listen to this program and other podcast episodes on soundcloud.com forward slash subject ACT. Please stay in touch on Facebook and Twitter. And if there are any topics that you would like to discuss on Subject ACT, please let us know. You can join us on Subject ACT for local current affairs from a curious and informed perspective each weekday morning at 8.30. Stay tuned for more on 2XXFM 98.3, Canberra's longest-running community radio station. Thank you for your company on Subject ACT. I'm Doug Dobing. Have a great day. (laughs) 